Welcome to the Conic Blueprint, where we talk about topics in the recruiting and staffing industry with the end goal to help improve people's lives. This podcast is brought to you by Conic, a technical recruiting company focusing on architecture, engineering, and manufacturing positions in the Midwest. Find out more at ConicNetwork.com. I am Billy Darkenwald. I am the account executive at Conic Prime Staff. Welcome. And you had a background in that before you came to Conic, right? Yep. So I was a branch manager for many years. Two different firms that I worked with, I worked with more of the manufacturing side. All right. And how long have you been at Conic now? Oh, almost three years in June. Isn't that crazy how fast it goes? I know. It's, it's I feel like, awesome. And last year's, I kind of <clears> feel like it was like almost a lost year. Just because we weren't in the office. Yeah. Like you said three years and I was thinking, no, it's only been two, but obviously yeah. you know how long you've been here, but <laughs> it's like this year is so weird. It, it is. You know what though? It's been weird, but I think it's been great for us as a team. Like I think we've grown exponentially, personally and professionally, all of us. I, so. I would agree. I would agree. Absolutely. <laughs> so how did you get introduced to Connick? Well, at the time when I was working at ProStaff, I was really not looking at all. Mm-hmm. But I used to work with Susan Rylance. And kind of Prime Staff was looking for an account exec just to add to their team. And Susan mentioned my name and the rest is history. Spoke with Tom and... Yeah. and tell everybody what Susan's mm-hmm. role was and how she knows Conic. I guess, I mean, more of a consultant. Yeah. Um, she was helping... She was helping the sales side and the operations side recruiters just to maybe make a plan with what they need to do mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Yeah. I think she really Amazing. helped us out so great. She did a lot of training for us. She helped us out with processes and had some great value add for LinkedIn as well. So yeah, yeah. we yeah. like her. <laughs> yes, we love her. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been that kind of crime staff. So... <laughs> So what into what went into your decision to to come to work here? Why did you say yes? The culture, the people, you guys are amazing. Actually, when I was at my previous position, I knew I wanted to be in sales at some sort, but I was mm-hmm. saying that I wouldn't I didn't think I want to get back into a recruiting firm. And once I interviewed and spoke with you all, it just was a natural yes. It was, yep, there was no doubt. It is a pretty awesome company. Pretty mm-hmm. awesome people. Mm-hmm. It's the people. For it sure. It definitely is the people. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. And I knew that right off the bat, you know, just with a couple meetings with you all. So it's perfect. Yeah. And you and I, I still would love to like somewhere in the brain is where you and I ran into each other. So yeah. just to share with everybody, you sat down and I took one look at you and I'm like, I know her. I recognized you immediately and you later said the same thing about me and we still haven't figured it out. It had to be some networking meeting at some point, but yeah, just kind of saw each other across the room. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that we both thought the same thing. Yeah. One of the, the last question I like to wrap up with for everybody, you know, we've, everybody has had 2020 was, such an odd year and we came out of it stronger as a team and as a company. Yeah. And so as you look forward into 2021, we're already through the first quarter. What are you looking forward to for the rest mm-hmm. of the year? 
growth, our responsibility campaign is amazing. Yeah. Really just growth in our collaboration, getting back to the office a little bit. I mean, it's nice to to do remote a lot of the time and it's, it'd be great to get back to see everybody in person, <laughs> but, but mainly just growth. I, mm-hmm. I mean, we have such an amazing foundation right now. It's, it's just gonna, it's just gonna get bigger and better. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited. That's awesome. And I just want to explain. So when I interviewed Brad, he talked at length about the responsibility campaign. But for those people that haven't listened to that one yet, can you just give a 10 second overview of what that is so people know what it is? Sure. What we do is every placement that we place to our clients, we donate $200 for each placement. And we have, is it five different charitable organizations right now? Yeah, Brad created the trust for the charitable giving campaign, which we call the responsibility campaign. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what you just said. Yeah. And uh, last quarter, we were thousands. Was it 11,000, 12,000? I don't have the number off the top of my head. Yeah, but we're starting off and it's going to be, it's going to be more this quarter. So I'm super excited to see where it ends up. Yeah. You know, when we, we interview people, I was just talking to Chanel about this, our director of operations this morning. And she was talking about when she interviews people for our company and says, you know, what are you looking for? Why do you want to leave? She said, everybody says culture. They want a better culture. I think that we've done such a good job. Chanel's really led the spearheaded this along with Brad and Tom, just this amazing culture of giving. And it's, it's been fun to be a part of like one of them is the cookie cart, right? And we got to go volunteer there. Yes. Well, and even just, you know, delivering cookies to our contractors that they're for the yeah. first day. I love that. That is so cool. Yeah. That's we need to so get the hiring fun. managers cookies too. <laughs> Ooh, so. that's a really good idea. Yeah. 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 So. All right. Well, cool beans, man. Thanks for taking time out of your day. I know you're so, so busy this week. So I I really appreciate you helping me with my project. Yes, I'm excited to help you. I love it. If you wouldn't mind, let's just start with an introduction, like your name and your role and how long you've been here. My name is Tracy Barnacle and my position is business development manager. And I have just hit my month mark. <laughs> oh my gosh, already. Yes. More than over 30 days. I know I went really fast. Oh my gosh. Time flies How... when you're having fun. <laughs> Isn't that true? How did you learn of our company and the position? So to be honest, I really didn't know much about um, Conic Prime staff before. I knew that uh, Billy had worked here, but that's pretty much all I knew about um, Conic Prime staff. So found out about the open position from Billy. I used to work with her when I worked at Midwest Staffing back many years ago, and we just kind of stayed in touch and found out the position through her. Okay. So then you started the conversations with leadership and what were some things that just surprised you or, I mean, obviously you didn't know about us, so everything was new, but what appealed to you? Because you were working at the time, correct? Correct. And honestly, I mean, I wasn't actively looking. Um, It was one of those things where, you know, you hear about an opportunity and you just kind of move forward to see what it's all about. You know, where I was, it was, I was really looking for a good culture fit for me. 
And I think where I was was fine, but I was really looking for something that kind of spoke to me. And it was funny when I started talking to the leadership team of how much the organization and the culture lined up with just naturally of who I am and just the organizations that they help support Avivo being one of them, which is an organization that I actually supported my time outside of work. So just their mentality of, of working to basically earn a living, yes, and grow a company, yes. But it really sold me when I talked to Brad and he mentioned his goal of growing the organization so he can give back more. And the second he said that, like goosebumps from head to toe, because it was just, Mm. I've never heard, especially in a leadership and the ownership position of somebody Mm -hmm. saying that is why he wants to grow the organization. And I knew from that minute, and that's this is where I needed to be. And prayed. I'm like, oh, I hope, <laughs> I hope I get this job. If I don't get this job, what am I going to do? Because you don't hear about organizations like that. I mean, it's just. I mean, I've been in the industry for many years, and I've never heard it growth presented that way. So it was. Mm-hmm. I was very excited. Oh, that's cool. I have so many comments, but this isn't my podcast to talk about me. It's, it's, <laughs> talk it's, later. For you. it's for you. No, I just, it's, and I've said this before, and I don't know how repetitive this will be to people listening to this, but it's been so inspiring to watch. I always knew that they were great leaders, but to have them find the purpose that they found beyond the company has been so inspiring to watch and to be a part of. So I'm thrilled that that spoke to you and that you joined us. Yes. Well, and it's fun for you. Probably you don't have to live all the stuff that we went through. You got to be with the organization. So we'll tell you the grass isn't greener. You just stay. Yeah. (laughs) If you didn't already know what you do, but yeah. Yeah. And so... Actually, this is a question I wasn't prepared to ask you, but how did you get into this industry? Because a lot of people talk about, you know, recruit, like sales is one thing, but like the recruiting industry in particular, how did you get into this? My background actually was business development with a financial institution within a credit union. So I've always been in business development, never in a million years thought about getting into staffing and recruitment. I mean, it wasn't even on my radar just because I, I worked in banking and financial industry for so long that I didn't... I mean, I think I thought that that's all I knew. Funny story is I was in a lobby for an interview with Heartland Check Printing. I don't know if they're still around. Waiting for my interview and in comes a business development person from a staffing agency, cold calling from pro staff. And while she was waiting for the person that she wanted to give information to, I was sitting there and we just kind of chatted and she actually asked if I'd be interested in interviewing with her. Hi, <laughs> girl. Figured, right. I'm like, why, why not? I don't know much about it. I'm looking for another opportunity. And at that time, business development got eliminated from our organization. So I was back in a call center and I didn't want to be there. I wanted to be upfront with, with organizations and you know, learning more about different businesses within the Twin Cities area. And it just... It was naturally a great fit. I was young. I was super young. I was probably 24 years old. My both my first real career type job. Mm-hmm. I was downtown Minneapolis, cold calling the skyscraper buildings. 
<laughs> Talk about being thrown into the industry. That is definitely being Absolutely. thrown in. So what are you looking forward to in the coming year, whether it's KPS in particular or for you and your career here? So since I just started, and obviously we're in like the COVID world still and we're get, trying to get things back to normal. What I'm really looking forward to is not just that we're financially supporting these organizations in the Twin Cities area, but what it's going to look like of physically supporting these companies or these nonprofits of what can we, what kind of time can we have to help support them versus not just financially, but the time that we get to spend with them to help in any possible way we can. So I'm looking forward to getting back and volunteering and, and doing the things that really make a difference in addition to the financial piece. Well, we're glad to have you and thanks again for your time. Next up on the Conic Blueprint is Jen's conversation with Nick Kino, Business Development Manager. I guess the first thing that I'm really, really interested in, and I'm just going to jump right in, is because you made a choice yeah. to make a job change in the middle of a pandemic. So yep. <laughs> why? How did you come to make that decision? Yeah, I mean, there's, I guess there's a lot of small reasons that kind of added up. And, you know, I was at my last company for for two and a half years. And, you know, the only person in my position, the only recruiter at a company with, you know, north of 300 employees on a very rotating basis, unfortunately, you know, it was a great company, but in construction, especially out in the field, retention, you know, people go to the next crew for another dollar an hour pretty easily without the loyalty being there. So my job was, was nonstop. And, you know, unfortunately the pandemic, you know, COVID really put a damper kind of on what I was doing. And I, I actually spent about a month where I was sitting there not recruiting. I was honestly trying to find things to do to keep my job. And I was, uh, I was pretty worried about it. And I kind of started looking then. Of course, I think my company had a, had a better, had a big plan and a big picture where they knew things would get busy and they did start getting busy. But I was already in the, in the hunt and I already kind of had my mindset. I was ready to leave. Came across Conic and I guess the rest is history. I mean, it, it did take Brad. And Tom and Chanel, a little bit of selling, I think, to to get me on board. And, and I think I was pretty honest throughout the process. Where it's like, gosh, <laughs> you know, do I really is this really what I want? And I'm not I'm not looking back, no regrets. Awesome. What, so what was it? What was the final hook that got you on board? Because it was a process. You know, I remember that they were like, Well, there's this guy and we're talking to him and like a week would go by and two weeks would go by and we're like, what's going on with this guy? <laughs> there was a lot of things I was looking for if I was going to get back into a, a role like this. Number one is I really wanted a good support system. You know, I didn't want to be, you know, with my, with another staffing company I worked at, don't get me wrong, there was a support system, but it was also when I got promoted into sales, it's like, right, Nick, figure it out. You know, you, you got this and which is great. Don't get me wrong, but when I'm hearing from when I was interviewing with Brad and, and he was talking about all these different resources he wants to bring into the company that aren't there yet, mm-hmm. he was talking about how he's I think he was at about five million in revenue and he wants to get to twenty million in revenue. When I hear something like that, maybe this is uh, greedy on my end, but I think of the potential for me 
to be honest, eventually I want to get into a director level and eventually a, a corporate executive, a presidential level, I guess you, you can call it. And when I heard about all the growth and all the additions he wants to add on, all the new resources, I thought, hey, maybe this is a company that has a lot of experience behind them already, but where I have that potential to possibly get into a leadership role down the road. Down the road. And, and that is still my goal. That's cool. That's cool. Tell everybody what you did before coming here. You had you were you came from a corporate environment. You have some agency experience. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I worked for a large residential and commercial uh, framing company, JL Schweders, family-owned company. They were seeing a lot of growth too. I mean, they were about a fifty million dollar a year, very big company. And and yes, it was it was corporate, but it was family-owned, kind of a combination of both. So. I, I did enjoy my time there. Before that, as I mentioned, I was at another staffing company, a competitor of ours now called Aerotech. There for four years, I want to say, and recruited and, and sold and you know, kind of climbed up that ladder. I left for JL Sweeters on good terms, kind of like how I, I left JL Sweeters for Conic on, on good terms. Awesome. And what is your role at our company now? business development manager. So I'm bringing in the clients, I'm bringing in the companies, and I'm bringing in the job orders for the recruiting team to fill. So you started at a really odd time in history, right? It's the middle of a pandemic. What's it been like for you to get to know a company from working from home? Sure. It's, it's, I thought about, I was thinking about that this morning, actually, where I haven't met anybody yet. No. Face-to-face shaking hands, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I did meet Billy quickly and Marshall quickly when we had to pick up some stuff for holiday drops. Uh, um, I haven't met Brad or Tom or the leadership. I mean, it's, it is very, very weird, you know, and, but at the same time, it's, it's COVID, man. <laughs> you know, it's, right. it, it is what it, it is. And, and it, yeah, and I, and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm doing just fine with it. I mean, everything is good as far as how this is working, but yeah, I can't wait to actually hug somebody. <laughs> you know, maybe, I know. Not, maybe not really hug somebody, but you know, like yeah, take your hand. You and I have never met touch person. Somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hear someone's voice when you're at work talking about business in the same, right. same business at the same time. Or being able just to turn around and Billy, what are your thoughts on this email? Well, how would you respond to this? I mean, I we yeah. you can do that virtually, but it, it takes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's an hour later. In, not, you know, it's not even natural. It's not as much with as much passion behind it as, as it should be. Yeah. I have so many questions for you about this just because we've, you know, we work with candidates who are changing jobs during the pandemic, whether it's their choice or not. And, you know, you chose to do it. What's been your biggest challenge of starting a new job in a pandemic? Would it be spouse support? Would it be having to navigate kids at home? What 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 have you found? Sure, I mean, I, I guess I'm going to be I'm going to be very honest with this answer. A lot of it was financially. I was sitting in a pretty good spot with JL Sweeters. I know I'll be at a really good spot with Conic. I'm almost there, but there was there was a hit, and as far as that is concerned, and that was the big thing for my wife and I, and you know, she has, I have her support hundred percent, but it was, there were a lot of conversations where Nick, you sure you want to be doing this. And again, I see the potential and the vision here at the company where I, I figured, and we did the math where there could be a six month 
give or take hit, then once we get through that, there is so much more potential to make so much more money. I mean, yeah, I, I hate we, it when when it boils down to money, but well, you know, we're also in sales, and so you know, as there is going to be a compensation for that. And there are so many other things at the company too. Has anything surprised you about working for the company or about the company or about the people? Uh, a little bit. And, and, and a lot of that is with, is with the people. I mean, I am, it is kind of shocking to see three recruiters that have been here for 20 years. Honestly, unheard of, in my opinion. You know, there, there, there weren't really too many people like that at Aerotech, and if they were, they were executives. You know, and to see people in those in those, in those chairs for as long as they have been, and you know, I'll be honest, I came in thinking, okay, I'm going to be working with three recruiters that have been here for 20 years. What are they going to think of of me, the new guy coming in trying to? maybe push some buttons or, you know, I'm not trying to change the process by any means I don't feel like, but that, that was a concern of mine. And everything, once I started seeing all the fun messages that we do on teams and the fun meetings and, and, and getting to know everybody, you know, I, I know that's not the way it is here. You know, mm-hmm. being the, the new guy, I, I feel like I'm still getting the respect and, and everything is hopefully going both ways. For sure. Tom, what questions would you have? Along those same same themes, you know, working remotely yet keeping the culture mm. you know, as, as much as possible, and the, the collaboration as in in your from, from your perspective, and, and having worked for other companies, you know, with different different cultures and different different collaboration abilities, you know, with with us, like what what do you feel has worked well to keep the collaboration moving? Sure. That's tough, and I, I I do not envy Colleen's job right now because it, it is a tough line for her and a tough line for everybody in the company. Where you know we're we're, we're having meetings, we're we're doing our sync meetings, we're you know we're we're getting together for certain events all virtually, and uh, you know sometimes I can feel like this is being pushed on us. But once mm-hmm. you get into the meeting and once you actually start conversating, it doesn't feel that way. You know yeah. it's. I could see if this was at JL Schweeters and they wanted me to do this with all the project managers or all the foremen or all the designers, they wouldn't be fun. I mean, the, I, people wouldn't, wouldn't be joking around, you know, at Aerotech was a little different, a lot of young college kids and it was full of jokesters, but I love it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I'm so, I don't want to be uh, sound rude, but I'm surprised on how well it's working. Because it could completely go the opposite direction where we're sitting on our meetings like, oh my gosh, let's just get done. So like, go have a cup of coffee. It's, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you, know, you got to use the, the tools that you can and, and, and until we can be together in the same office. You use the, the tools uh, that Teams brings and Zoom and you know, obviously emails as much as possible. Yeah, but my, my last question, maybe follow up to an earlier one. Can you talk a bit about your niche from a business development standpoint? What are what are some of the positions that you are are you that, that you oversee? Sure, running the AEC division, architectural, engineering, yeah. and construction. Construction is kind of my background. Architecture and engineering was a little new to me, but you know, designers, architects, structural, civil positions, engineers, project managers. 
know, superintendents, estimators, you know, those seem to be the, uh, the main positions that I see a lot of. I'm also trying to get more into the facilities areas with uh, building engineers and maintenance technicians and, and things of that nature. I feel like there's a lot of companies out there that need those people. So that's, I'm trying to grow onto that. But mainly I've been concentrating on that architecture, that engineering and, and construction sectors. So thanks for doing this. Can you start just by introducing yourself to our listeners and your name and your role and kind of how it's evolved? Because you've had this great progression. It's been kind of fun to watch your career from when you started to now. Yeah. So my name's Katie Peterson. I'm the business manager for Conic. And let's see, when I started, I think my title was receptionist. I didn't do much other than answer the phone. And then from there, just kind of started taking on tasks from, I guess, the one owner, Troy, and his wife was doing some work for the company. And there was another recruiter kind of doing a lot of stuff that I took over for her admin work. So kind of evolved from there and started doing more of the payroll, invoicing, accounts receivable, accounts payable, new hire onboarding, insurance, benefits. It was just kind of one little thing after another. Yes, very slowly just kept kept adding more to my plate. And that was, gosh, it's been almost nine years now. It'll be really nine this summer. Yep. Oh my gosh. And you started like I started, like we were babies. We were young when we joined the company. Yes. How old was I? 22. Okay. A little younger Very than young. I was. <laughs> I started the day after my 26th birthday. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All I can do is laugh. I know. I cannot believe it's been nine years already. That is just crazy to me. Yeah. Tell us what your current role is. And we've talked about how it's grown, but what do you do now? What's your title now? So now I'm the business manager. A lot of the same tasks that I listed before, a lot of, I mean, I'm managing all of the onboarding benefits. Accounts receivable, accounts payable. What else? You're the ship, really. I mean, you keep a lot of the behind the scenes, yeah, behind the scenes, day to day work, and anything extra that people need me to do for them. Candidates will call and they'll be like, "I have a question about my insurance." I'm like, "I, you know what? Just call Katie." Oh, okay. So tell us how you were introduced to the company and why you chose to work. At that time, you joined what was Prime Staff. So Prime Staff actually found me. I knew nothing about the company, but a girl I went to high school was in my position then. And she was just kind of filling in over the summer. And when she was leaving to go back to school, they said, find somebody. We want somebody just like you. (laughs) And so she reached out to me and said, hey, you know, I'm leaving. I'm going back to school. They're looking for a full-time person, benefits. And back when I was 22, I was like, benefits? What's benefits? I don't know. (laughs) You can get paid for, you know, taking vacation, PTO. I was like, wow, that sounds awesome. 
So I applied, got the job, moved two hours from home, and that's kind of the story. So I guess I didn't realize at the time that you weren't already down here, that you were still up in Grantsburg. Yes, I was still up in Grantsburg going to school at Pine Tech, living at home with my mom and dad since it was close. Sure. So yeah, once I got the job, I was like, okay, so now what? And I scrambled to find an apartment in a week or two and moved my stuff down. And Oh my God, I'm so glad you did. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was awesome. And it's been great ever since. I mean, a great move for me. It was a great move for us too. We're so thrilled to have you and to get to work with you. You you make everything so seamless for us on the recruiting side. And I know we just depend on you so much and as do sales and, and the leadership. It's it's a comfort to get to work with you. Yeah, I love it too. You, I feel like you guys make it easy for me. Everybody. Oh, good. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm like, Katie, I, I need this. I need this. I feel like such a pain sometimes. No, I love it. And that's why I love what I do is I love helping people help make their day-to-day easier. Yeah, that's one of the things I love most about Conic is just the people that I work with, my coworkers, the leadership, just every day being surrounded by good, hardworking, genuine, caring people is so wonderful. 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's so much going on with the company, but what are you looking forward to in the coming year? Gosh, that's a good question. I feel like there's so much stuff that's going to so happen. Much. That just, we yeah. some stuff we know about, some stuff we don't know about yet. So, right, we've added to our team recently. We're growing. Super excited to see where the bigger team takes us, mm-hmm. and where we are headed on the flip side, hopefully, of the pandemic. Absolutely. Thank you for taking time to do this. Yeah, I think it'll be fun for people to get to hear your voice who've only interacted with you over email. (laughs) Yeah, no. When I see people face-to-face, I'm like, oh, so you're so-and-so. Like, I've emailed with you thousands of times, but I've never seen your face. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jen.